The readings from Matthew 5, verses 1 to 12. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, and in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to Thanks God. Be to God. Lovely. Thank you, Amy. Now, we are three weeks into our series on the Beatitudes, and originally we thought we'll do it for three weeks, and now we're thinking, ah, there's a lot more in this. So it's going to carry on throughout Lent, so you heard it here first. Um, now, I wonder what it is that you first think of when you read or hear the Beatitudes, because when I was probably a teenager, so going back... 20 or so years, um, I thought that these were very patronising. I thought, what is this? I was like, it feels like Jesus is going, oh, there, there. Is everything a bit rubbish now? Don't worry, one day it'll be okay. And I thought, I'm not sure I like that. <laughs> um, but it's okay, everyone. I don't think that's what Jesus is saying at all. Um, as I matured, I guess, debatable, um, I've started to read them differently. And I started to think, actually, they are an invite, aren't they, to live differently. They are an invite to each of us to live differently. And that's what we're going to be looking at today. And I genuinely think that that's what they truly are. But of course, in order to get there, we need to first look at how we live in the first place. How can we live differently if we don't know how we live in the first place? And there's only one place that I would go to to find out how we live in the first place. And for me, that is a Twitter account. It is very British problems. And if... Yes, thank you, Amy. Not yet, Nathan, not yet. Honestly. Um, Now, if you are British, you will relate to these. If you have moved to the UK, you will probably think, yes, I've seen all those peculiar people acting like that. And if you just have a different heritage that isn't British, you will also think, yes, they are weird, aren't they? So we are going to go through three different tweets. Okay, Nathan, let's go for that first one now. (laughs) This one, I might join you later. Translation, you have more chance of seeing Elvis riding a unicorn today than you have of seeing me. Absolutely. Isn't, Isn't that what we do? Isn't it? We go, yeah, I might be there when we mean no because we cannot communicate clearly to save our lives. Number two, Nathan. Right, Brit one. I'm so sorry, I'm going to have to cancel. Brit two. Oh, don't worry, let's do something in the new year. Both Brits nearly pass out with relief. (laughs) Absolutely, I've been there. I have been there. You think, oh, thank goodness. I get to stay in in my pyjamas. Lovely. We've been there. We don't really like seeing each other that much, do we? (laughs) Maybe we do sometimes, but not all the time. 
And the third one, I thought it might be nice to go around the room and say a bit about ourselves. You thought wrong. Never, ever does anybody go on, that's a great idea. <laughs> but this is what we're like, isn't it? As, as people, we're quite reserved, actually. We're very reserved. We don't like to give too much away about ourselves. Maybe I'm just talking about me. Um, but we don't. And we don't even always want to spend time with each other because we think, oh, gosh, it's a bit overwhelming, isn't it? Can't I just stay at home? And it's like, that's what we're like. We're very reserved. We're known for having this stiff upper lip, aren't we? We don't let our emotions out. We don't express our emotions. We keep everything in. And that is what we're like. But actually, I think that the, the beatitude we're looking at today, blessed are those who mourn, I think that this directly challenges how we view emotions. I think it directly challenges how we process them which is really interesting. Now, I think to mourn can mean a whole number of things. It can mean so many different things. Obviously, we all think mourning, that's to do with when we lose somebody, and of course it is. There is mourning for the loss of a person. But there's also mourning for uh, your own sinfulness. People mourn their own sinfulness, things that they've done that they wish they hadn't done. When you upset somebody, when you hurt someone, we mourn that. We mourn the state of the world even. There's so much in the world, there's so much wrong, and we mourn those things too. You might even mourn the loss of a job or a relationship. There's so much that we mourn. But I'm not going to just list lots of things, don't worry. So I just wanted to look at two things today. And these are two things that as I sat with this passage this week, they kind of just popped into my head, I guess. You might even say it's God if you... <laughs> we'll see. See if you agree. Um, now, they are openness and empathy. And these are the two things that I think this passage is speaking to us today. Now, the first one, openness. This is actually one of our values at Top Church. Did you know that? Of course you did. You all know that. You've got them on your fridge at home. But um, openness, I don't think, comes naturally to many of us. I don't know. I might just be speaking about me again. And believe me, I find it very easy to be open with people when I'm here because you can't talk back to me. <laughs> but one-on-one, -on -one, my goodness, it's much harder. But it is something that we struggle with, isn't it? Many of us struggle with being open with one another. And the challenge, I think, in this beatitude, blessed are those that mourn, is about a challenge to see if we can be open. Be open about how you actually are. Be open about how you're feeling, even when it's really tough. Blessed are those that mourn, those that don't shy away from their difficult feelings, those who are honest about them, those who invite God in, those who invite others in to those tough places. Blessed are those when you feel, when you're real with yourself, when you're real with others, when you take that risk and be real with somebody else. Blessed are you when you allow yourself to mourn when you allow yourself to feel those difficult things. I think this is really challenging. I find it challenging. And I think um, one of the, the wonderful things that we have in this church, you could, you could say this is a notice if you like, I'm, I'm working it in, is we have some small groups that run. We have three small groups that run. We can run more. If you're not part of a small group and you'd like to be, then come and talk to me because I can sign you up to a small group and if we need to, we can start more because this is the place where we can really connect with one another. 
This is the place where those meaningful relationships can be built. In a small group, when we make time for each other, when we can really unpack how we're doing, where we can sit and go, do you know what, I'm really struggling with this. I'm really mourning this. I'm in a really tough place. That's the place where we can find relationship with one another and we can be open and honest. Because most of us don't want to spill our guts to everybody on a Sunday. Some of you might, I don't know, but I, I don't. But small groups, that's what they are about. Blessed are those who are vulnerable enough to be open with one another about the tough stuff because they will find people who walk with them. Which brings me to my second point, empathy. To be the people who walk alongside others too because I think the comforted become the comforters. We become the comforters. We become the hands and feet of Jesus. We walk the path alongside with each other. Now, this will be a heavy story, but that's okay. Um, just, just a little warning there. Now, just over eight years ago, I lost my best friend. She took her own life. Um, it was an awful, awful time for me. Didn't feel blessed at all, I have to say. This verse did me no favors right then, at the, at the time it does now. Um, but then it felt very, very difficult, and it was one of the darkest times in my life for quite a significant period of time. And these are some of the things I noticed during that. Number one, when it first happened, some people just avoided me. Fair enough. It's a tough topic, isn't it? People do avoid you because they don't, it's awkward and they don't know what to say. Number two, other people offer token words, like they're really trying, but it was almost like you become the person trying to comfort them while they try and find the words to say, because it's like, oh, it's so awkward. And then, then there's another one, people that sort of smother you. <laughs> they, they just suddenly want to do everything and want to look after you, and you think, oh my goodness, it's a bit much. But actually, there was one person whose reaction totally blew me away. And there was a, there was a guy in the church that I went to um, who'd been in the same church with me for a long time, didn't know him hugely well. You know, we had conversations occasionally, but didn't know him that well. He was older than James and shorter than James. Can you imagine? I know, it's impressive. Mm, yeah, he's actually a first-year curate now, getting ordained as well. Um, but it was about four days after I'd lost my best friend, and he came up to me at church. He didn't say anything. But he threw his arms around me, which was awkward because of the height. Um, but <laughs> he threw his arms around me, and he just started sobbing. And I started sobbing. He didn't know her, but he just sobbed. And I sobbed with him. And there was something incredible in that moment, because he stepped into my pain. He stepped into the agony that I was feeling, and something incredible happened in that moment for both of us. I actually messaged him saying that I was sharing this today and I said it's a really precious memory, thank you. And he said, I remember it too, it's really precious to me. I had no idea he'd remember it, I had no idea it would be precious to him too. But he stepped in, he, he had empathy for me and actually there was something so powerful in that. That invite to walk alongside with others to be comforted, and to be the comforter. I know in that moment, both of us were comforted. Both of us found something beautiful of God in that moment. And I think that this is the message for us today. 
It's to be open, to be vulnerable with one another, not to be scared of that, not to shy away, and to walk alongside each other too. To be both people, to be the ones that are open and the ones that walk alongside of each other. To invite each other in, to have real relationship. And I think that that's what this beatitude says to us so clearly. Blessed are those that mourn, for they will be comforted. So let's be a people who are open, who are truly, truly open, who are vulnerable, who aren't scared to go to the tough places, who aren't scared to say to each other, do you know what, this has been really tough. I'd love it if we could go for a coffee, if we could chat, if you'd help me with this. Let's not be scared to do that. And let's be a people who truly walk with one another through stuff, in the pain and in the grief of life and in the joy of it as well. Let's walk with one another. Let's be a true community. Let's be open and let's have empathy. Let me pray. Father God, we thank you so much for your words to us. We thank you for that uh, invite to be open with one another. And we pray that you would help us to have that openness, to be vulnerable with each other, to invite each other in. And we pray that you would help us to walk alongside each other, to be the comforted and the comforter. Amen.